Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags, and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast, and now, via the telegraph, Johnny Rage. Good morning, good afternoon, or from whatever part of the world you're in right now, whatever your time is, uh, Johnny Rage telling Dags that a storm is coming on this podcast here today. Storm. Stormy Daniels, is that what you're talking about? I was getting right into it. You saw the SNL cold opening uh, with Stormy Daniels, and it wasn't even a, um, it was actually her. And um, I know you're a big fan of Stormy. Storm is a coming, and uh, Donald Trump got to see that firsthand. <laughs> Are we done with her? Has her 15 uh, minutes been burned up yet? I really haven't. Hers just seems so insignificant to me that I really haven't worried about it too much. I mean, I mean, a porn star uh, accuses somebody of having sex with her. Oh, how shocking, <laughs> you know. Um, and then the fact that it's Donald Trump, I don't think there's any big secret there. I mean, wink, wink. Wink, wink you, Martin, Donald. Can we bring back other <laughs> adult film actresses? That sounds better, doesn't it? Adult film actress. Oh, man. Did we ever care what their names were? I didn't ever look at that. Isn't that where you're supposed to take your middle name and your street name? But it's really weird. Those are all made up anyway. Take your middle name and the, the street you grew up on. The street you grew. Remember back in the day, that's how you uh, figure out how what your porn star name would be. You're supposed to take your middle name and your street, your street uh, name at where you live, combine them, and then that was your. What would your, your name superstar be? name? Johnny Parts Unknown. I uh. <laughs> Huge Grant would be one of them. Phil Collins. Would Huge be Grant. One. I just never worry too much about who's well, that's what funny the because, names of the individuals are in those movies. That's funny. Uh, assuming I would watch them, which I don't. Actors, right? I know Don Knotts from the sixties, nineteen sixties. We discussed this last week. You caught me. Oh, big deal! I was doing. I was doing it deliberately soul. to see if you were actually paying attention. And on you were. Old soul. You're old. So let's talk about Stormy and SNL. Um, you said Stormy. You think she's run her course, but let's talk about the she's ran her intercourse the SNL lineup that they had. She's ran her intercourse. Do you like Ben Stiller? Do you like uh, who else was on there? Stormy played her. Stormy as herself. Wasn't there like people would be on a love boat and they they do that? And Chara, Chara? as herself. Did she go? Chara. <laughs> Chara, so... Chara, you. Chara. It's been a it's been a long week, Johnny Rich. Uh, you fall. Yeah, it's, you fall for it, my it, stuff. It, I love it. You know, she's on assignment. Oh, there's Babs. I miss Babs. I like Babs. Uh, she she agrees with me on everything. I dismiss her. But we were talking off offline about um talent that um uh, talks like what's the word I'm looking for? Not a ventriloquist. I want to say ventriloquist. 
when you are like Rich Little, an impersonation. Um, you don't like, uh, you said, the impersonation of President Trump on SNL. It's not good. Explain He's not why. funny. It has to be funny. It has to have well well written jokes too. His imp- Alec Baldwin's impersonation is it's not funny to me. He just does that face, you know, the, the lips. I like more cartoony, funny, right. or exaggerated. Like I would like like a Dana Carvey, more good natured. Alec Baldwin, you can tell he doesn't like the guy, so it's mean spirited. It's not funny to me. So you kind of like the guys that get the mannerisms I like down, people, but maybe the voice. I like people that are funny. They have to do a good impersonation and be funny. Right. Funny. Exactly. What do you mean by funny? What kind of funny? Where offline we were talking, I was talking about Rich Little, and I'm a big fan of his. I, I told you how I go to YouTube from time to time. I, I really enjoy watching the old Dean Martin roasts. And there was always those recycled uh, actors that were never really doing much, except their big claim to fame at that moment in time was doing the Dean Martin roles. But Rich Little, he's timeless. But his impersonations were dead on. And that's what I appreciated most about him. Wasn't necessarily the humor of it, but how dead on he was to the person he was impersonating. Yeah, to me, Rich Little, all his impersonations sounded the same to me. I wasn't a big fan. Can I do my impersonation? I'm pretty good at stuff of you and Babs reviewing a movie. Go for it. Okay, Babs, what'd you think? I thought it was great. I loved it. How about you, Dave? They need military. They need the military to rain havoc upon people. Every movie needs exactly. good military. <laughs> Babs, tell us more. I just thought it was really good. It was really good. They need military. <laughs> Here's my impersonation of Johnny Rage. Star Wars, that came out in the 60s, right? Was uh, Dick Van Patten in there? I like that. It, it's a good show. I, I just can't remember. Was it uh, about Vietnam? Uh, speaking of which, that's a great segue. We got to talk more about the Avengers because I went out and I saw it. Now, you have to clear some things up for me because I already told you this. I'm not the comic book guy, okay? Um, how does Spider-Man become an Avenger? He's not an Avenger, yeah. is he? So Spider-Man was kind of in a different world with the Avengers as, as far as the how he became. It was kind of a Tony Stark thing. Okay, but before you answer that, let me, answer, let me ask you this question. And, and in a nutshell, because we could go on and on, but... Who are the original quote-unquote Avengers? Off the top of my head, Iron Man, Thor, Ant-Man, Wasp, and the Incredible Hulk. Okay, so on this clock, I had to go see the movie, not because, as you know, I'm not big into Marvel, but a lot of questions popped up into my head as I'm watching this. Why were, if they're all coming together for this particular moment, where's the X-Men? Where's Deadpool? Why, why are they just slowly introducing now will the next one include more or what how do you explain you mean that? like if the entire world is under attack why isn't every superhero in the world band together every marvel i understand why batman and superman wouldn't be there because that's dc but i was just curious why the x-men and why um captain marvel wouldn't have been a part of that battle to fight 
Well, it has to do uh, with money and who owns rights. Like Sony owns Spider-Man and Fox own the Fantastic Four and the X-Men. So that's kind of why. But Spider-Man was in that. Correct, movie. correct. They got rights from Sony. And, no, okay. I had a hard, I, I, again, two and a half hours is a long time for me. And then when you, and again, I always knew there's Batman, there's Robin, there's Superman. Um, but man, the 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 superheroes that are out there that just appear all of a sudden, like, now where did this guy? I've never even heard of this one before because it's just not my genre. So I'm here to learn, Dags. I know you know everything. You're my teacher. Teach me this world of MCU. How can we'll jump to the? Well, we can't spoil. I mean, we don't want we don't want to geek out too much on the um, actual characters. I mean, what did you think about it as a movie? Well. It, it's very difficult because I'm not of that world. I saw it because it was a record breaker, and Do you that, think? And, and I like movies, but I kind of knew what I, I kind of knew what I was going to get. I thought it would kind of be, kind of be like Black Panther, um, but with different cast. Did you think that you should have exactly watched the all the movie, other movies leading know? up to it? Or do you think it was standalone and someone that didn't know anything about the characters could enjoy it? I'm not huge into that world, but I know enough about it where it didn't bother me, where I didn't know the background enough. So I think it stands alone for me. Um, and I, I think for the most part, most people could go into that movie as a standalone. I mean, you got to imagine if it's breaking records the way it is, it can't be just all the geeks of the world going to see it. It has to be middle of the road people who are just want to see yeah, a good movie. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Correct? Not everyone is a comic book fan that saw it and enjoyed it. I mean, those numbers show you. But here, here's a question, too, that I have for you. A lot of people like you grew up on comics. So you truly find enjoyment when they bring those to life as they have. But comic books, are they a thing anymore? I mean, are young people even reading them? What do you think? I'm going to so say no. So you think everyone that's watching that show is in their 50s, 60s? I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Iron Man, that all came out no, no. in the early 60s, basically. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That segment of the population, like you, that read the comic books, exactly. So the, an- the answer is comic books are huge right now. No way. No, no, no. You're contradict. You're you're agreeing with me, but you're not understanding what I'm asking because you you're saying something completely different. I'm saying they're not huge right now. I'm saying you people that actually read comic books when you were a young kid when there was nothing else to do, that doesn't exist anymore. I said I'm just. Uh... That's what I'm saying. Where you take the comic. I'm saying where you actually took the comic book as a kid, climbed into your bed, put the sheets over your head, had the flashlight, and read the comic book. Yes. Do those days still exist? Comic books are huge. They they just had free comic book day. Okay. Yes, Johnny Rage. You got to get out there. You got to experience the world. Okay. See, well, that's that's why I feel like I did when I went to, I stepped outside of my box. However, I've seen other Marvel movies. I mean, Black Panther. I've seen. Uh, Spider-Man before. Here's another question, Dags. Why do you think DC can't That is a good question. The way Marvel does. Because, I mean, but why, yeah, why is that? Why, why does, number one, I was listening to a couple of people talk about it, and you bring this up all the time. They said because Marvel is a brighter, the cinematography is more colorful, and DC always goes with this black look to it. And I think that really hurts their, their movies. Right now I'm looking up movies made from comic books. So I'm going to pull up some of these titles you're not going to actually think are from comic books. Like 300, a movie you enjoyed, was a comic book. And it was actually Mm -hmm. filmed to look like the comic book. Remember 
we were talking about the blood and the sepia tone. What did you think of my impersonation of you and was, Babs? No, was that insulting to Babs or not? It wasn't. Was it? I, I, hey, they say impersonating people is the number one way of flattery, right? Yeah. Not the way it is. I enjoyed it. I, you know, again, it was a Black Panther a lot. Like, I think you hit the nail on the head, too. There was a, so much action going on. The cinematography, I think they said they did it all in IMAX or something. I was listening to that because I always like to get the backstory. How much of no, the, the uh, how much of it was CGI? Of course, now that's all. Who did you see it with? Most of it was. My daughter, actually. She she dragged me to it. I really didn't want to see it. She wanted to see it. Um, So if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have gone. I, I wanted to see uh, Bad Samaritan. But uh, she wanted to see Avengers, so I took, we went and saw that one. Which one did you want to see? Bad Samaritan. Bad Samaritan. Yeah, Bad Samaritan. It's about these two guys that work at kind of a posh uh, restaurant, probably New York, Chicago. And they're valets. And what they do is when people bring them their cars, they dig to their glove boxes and find out, especially if they have a really nice car, where their home address is. So they know that this, the, the people are out to dinner. So they jump in their cars, find out where they live, and then go do some, you know, some burglarizing. Some cat burglars. Well, the one guy that they, they, they take his car, they go to his house, they find out he's got, like, all these women in captivity. And um, it just plays on from that point. I haven't seen it, but that's the trailer. It looks like a pretty good, pretty good flick, too. But that's the one that I wanted to see. My daughter wanted to see Avengers. You know, she's not big in she, She's really big into the DC and the stuff, though. Not Marvel. She watches the CW, which has Flash, Arrow, what else? Oh, Wonder Woman, Supergirl. Now, see, see, that's funny because CW does really well with the younger generation with the DC on CW, but it doesn't uh, translate to the to the box office for them at all. It, it, maybe because they can't find a good producer. But yeah, director I think they need to stuff. get some good directors. Know. Good actors. Yeah. Once again, I think they got to go back to the basics. Like the Avengers, to me, the music I didn't like. They actually only played two songs in the Avengers. They just had the theme. It was a Black Panther theme, and and it was uh, Rubber Band Man by the Spinners. Those were the two songs they played. That that was pretty cool. You know, with uh, but you know, you saw did you the see Guardians, Guardians of the, of the Galaxy? Galaxy? Uh, I did not, but I figured you, when I saw them, they were going to bring did everybody you like, in. To fight Did you Thanos. like that vibe? Because uh, Guardians um, of the Galaxy plays a lot of. He has like a mixtape, and they play '70s songs. And I love it when he was going against Thanos, and Thanos has Gamora, and he's got that that gun that he uses. And then when he tried to use it, it turned into a bu- bubble gun where it just shot bubbles. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of funny. He 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 was telling everybody what to do. He was using hand commands to stop. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, so you might you might walking, like you like unboxed. might like the movie. <laughs> He said, all right, everybody go right. And everybody left. I said, go right, yeah, go you, right, You might like right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, it, it had a, did that have more humor? I thought there was a lot of humor in that. What? Did that have more humor than normal? Avengers. I thought there was some pretty good No, humor. I mean, that was typical. All right, well, I don't want to beat a dead horse because we did talk about that last week. We got to talk about a whole lot of other stuff. I got some good topics here. We can, uh, plus, you're going to talk about Andre the Giant. I could too. talk we about talk Andre. About, you know, seven foot four, 550 pounds. Another thing, too, we got to talk about the Boy Scouts with, uh, the changes they made, whether that's good, bad, or indifferent. If we have time, this is my list. I'm going to promote it here. Uh, breaking sex laws. There are sex laws out there, and we can find out in the good old state of Minnesota if we're breaking the sex laws here in Minnesota. These are some of the r- rules that have been written years ago. And then I want to talk about uh, get your get your thoughts. All right, I'll just do two. Get your thoughts on the Boy Scouts and the changes they made. But I want to hear about Andre. Andre the Giant. Seven foot four. Andre- Boxcar to lug him and ten girls to hug him. 
You did see, I gave you homework two, three weeks ago to watch Andre on HBO. Give me Andre the Giant. It's kind of a depressing movie. I was, I was hoping for more. It just showed him as a young kid in France and he wanted, he worked on the farm and he wanted to get off the farm and go to the big city. They showed him getting into wrestling. They talked about his rise to the wrestling greats. It, it showed about in, in the beginning in wrestling was just little fiefdoms all over the country. There wasn't like a national, in America, there wasn't like a national wrestling association. So they, they showed like the ones from here, AWA and the different ones. Then they showed how Vince McMahon, his dad was into wrestling and then he kind of bought out his dad and they brought it national. And then his big ticket item was Andre the Giant. Well, Hulk Hogan, too, he really is given kudos for building uh, Vince McMahon's success. It was Hulk Hogan, Andre, and, and all three of them. Uh, no, but, that, but anyway, that's the thing, ahead. too. They had a big block of this movie was about Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, why? I don't, you know, you're going to know about Hulk Hogan because he, that was the big, you know, the matchup of those two. But I felt they spent actually too much time on Hulk Hogan. No, you, you say it kind of was sad, though. What, what about his life? I mean, he it, had a very fulfilling life. Exactly. They played what all the sad piano sad. music all the time. It led up like he was destined to die young. And maybe that was true because he had that disease, but he did leave a, a, a lead a, a fruitful life. I don't know why they didn't portray it more like that. They made it very negative. They played the sad music. They, I mean, it was really dumb. They talked about him farting mm-hmm. all the time and all this. Just really, like, why... Why would you spend all this time? They they had him all talking about how he would fart and drinking and drinking. And I get it because he's a big guy. They talked about he has a daughter. And, like, where did that come from? They just all said he said his daughter. And they didn't talk about was he married? Did, did, did he have a girlfriend? Was it a one-night stand? What's his daughter doing now? I didn't think it was a very good documentary, especially with the subject matter. Now, does his daughter suffer from that same syndrome that he has? Or no, they, they showed her. her. Typically, that that's a tumor on your pituitary gland. It's something you can treat. They even talked about in the movie that he didn't want to have it treated because he's worried it'll affect his wrestling career. Right. They could reverse Nowadays, stop it. Is what they could do. I mean, I don't, I'm not an expert on it, but nowadays I know usually if someone has that tumor, they can catch you know catch it early. So it yeah, I didn't I didn't like the movie. I liked you know they showed I liked the wrestling part of it. It was kind of cool that showing how it how wrestling came up from like the little, like I said the little small local where they'd rent they'd rent basically Andre the Giant. They'd rent him out. He'd go to your town and wrestle, and he had a different name when he started, and then finally he just became Andre the Giant. Vince McMahon and how he apparently had a falling out with them. And, but then they made it look like Vince McMahon. I mean, he was hurt and he had all these back surgeries and knee surgeries. And, and it made it sound like Vince McMahon just brought him in towards the end. I mean, he was hurting just to wrestle in uh, WrestleMania three against Hulk Hogan. He, he couldn't even really wrestle in, the, in uh, WrestleMania three, like he was hurting so bad. It's just, you know, they were just basically going through the motion. I don't know. I didn't mm-hmm. like the documentary. What finally uh, took him out? A heart attack when he was sleeping. What's weird is he wanted, they said okay. that he wanted to get away from the farm oh. and then come see the big city. But then he, it sounded like he wanted to actually go back. Like he had like a farm, I think it was in North Carolina. And he would go there and just to get away from everything. He didn't like how people, they portrayed mm-hmm. him every time people saw him in public would make fun of him and stare at him and. He just wanted to go somewhere where people would leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, I kind of find that shock. You know, here you got him. That's kind of what he wanted, though. He wanted to be known. He wouldn't have that surgery from the pituitary gland, you said, because he thought it would affect his wrestling because he wanted to be a wrestler. 
and be known for. And then when he was there, he kind of didn't like to be stared at. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Well, that's at the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate they couldn't interview you know? him for it because I don't know, is that what they thought he wanted or was that what he really wanted? You know what I mean? Documentaries can spin it any way you want. Who knows what he wanted? So you're saying, you're saying you don't know if he really wanted uh, to be to be. No, that no, big. I'm saying maybe he would have had. We the don't surgery. know what's in Is his mind. What, what he thought. The documentary made it sound like he was this tortured soul, and at first he wanted to get out of the city, and then he saw the city, and he was depressed and wanted to just go back home. So it, it's kind of everyone just instead of yeah. who knows what he thought. He he might have had a great life and he was happy, and he just happened to die of a heart attack. When there, when you think about wrestling the two that definitely come to mind i mean i would be andre the giant and hulk hogan those two made the sport what it is today there's no doubt do you think today there's anybody even close to the to the names of well, andre look at the, the giant rock and hulk i mean hogan? look what he's doing in wrestling and then look what he's doing in movies well look at hulk hogan hulk hogan <laughs> was uh in rocky remember when it was uh yeah 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 he did a couple <laughs> he did the uh, same thing he crossed over movies but i mean if you yeah the rocky movies. <laughs> come on now it's rocky but Hulk, I mean, The Rock. I mean, he was the biggest thing in wrestling, and now he's the biggest, highest-paid actor. So I would definitely say The Rock. Is he? Has he made oh, it definitely. to those lengths? He's the highest-paid actor? What, I what his salary is? I will look I, it I up. I wonder how much he by. gets per film. You know, the thing about I, I really enjoy Dwayne Johnson. I think he, um, here in Stillwater, Minnesota, there was a gal, I don't know if you saw that, she actually asked him out to prom. You know, not a new idea. Young girl or young boy asks out, you know, some huge celebrity with really no intentions of the celebrity getting back to him. Dwayne Johnson actually accepted the invite and they showed it all on uh, Twitter or my sources, excuse me, <clears throat> excuse me, my sources showed me this firsthand. But uh, Dwayne, so Dwayne Johnson um, accepted and this girl is at, I mean, you can imagine she's in such disbelief. She's reduced to tears. Much like the tears you have when you arrive at McDonald's and the drive-thru is closed. But, I mean, how cool is that for a guy of his stardom? And let's face it, you are right. One of the biggest in Hollywood right now, and he accepts uh, her invite to go to the, to the prom. He's so well-grounded, I think. And, and I really enjoy You say he smiles too much in all of his films. Baywatch, I thought he did a phenomenal job. Baywatch got a lot of bad reviews. I really enjoyed it. Um, I tell you this all the time. One of my favorites of him is Walking Tall. Um, I want to see Rampage. I haven't seen it yet. And um, yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, The Rock. 60, so, $64.5 million he dollars he made between 2015 and 2016. So he did about three, four movies. So he's getting about 10, 15 million a movie. Okay, I'm pulling up, pulling up another one. How the amount I mean, of money Rock gets paid for a single movie? I'd got to think it's more than 15 million bucks to get him. 22 million he averages. I mean, when you hear about some of these baseball players, okay, per film, okay. Yeah, some of, some of the guys take it on the back end where they don't get paid much up front and they get a percentage of the sales. And I think Tom Hanks did that on Forrest Gump because there was like no budget for that. And he actually, it was a smart move on his part because suppose allegedly it, it made huge dollars but i don't understand it but it didn't have much profit i don't know how that works because it didn't have like a lot of big name actors other than tom hanks of course sally field but he took the money on the backside, so he made a fortune off of uh forrest gump um where dwayne johnson he's more taking it on the up 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 front uh which is i mean who knows which way is the best it worked out it works out right now for both of them but 
Yeah, $22 million a movie. Is he worth $22 million a movie? Because I know Baywatch didn't do that well um, at the box office. And that's why you bring a guy like him in, because you, you assume your opening weekend is going to be pretty big to cover his salary three times. And if that's not happening, then, you know, what's his star well, power? He's what was the earthquake power, movie, the disaster movie he was in? Did you see that? San Andreas, yeah. I, that's not. That's already on TV. Um, that's kind of. I had zero interest in that movie. Um, Even though you like him, I, I like him, but not enough to to that same old tired story. We get it. California. There's an earthquake. Buildings collapse. He's gonna save everybody. That that is not as much as I like him. It's not enough for me to go to that particular movie. Um, Jumanji too. I I have zero interest. I saw that the first time. Didn't like it. And even though he's in it. I couldn't, I, I couldn't. Maybe that's part of my problem too. Is he makes too many damn movies? You know, that's a very valid point. He really does. I mean, he's cranking them out like that rampage. No, to me that's ridiculous. It's about a stupid video game movie. I don't even know where that came from. How the ideas came from is because pot's legal in California that they're all smoking weed and came up with. Yeah, dude, we got to make up. <laughs> I mean, it's well, like I mean, the dumbest thing ever. Well, I mean, wasn't Tron a movie made on a, a video game as well, or did the video co- game come after Tron? Yeah, Tron was a good movie. It was Remember that? Cutting edge because of the graphics and. But I thought that was made based on the mo- on the the video game, or but but now that I'm thinking, God, the video game might have stemmed from the movie itself. Speaking of which, a movie that I will go see. They're talking about doing. Yes, let me talk Rambo. to the kids before we get into Rambo. Okay, that's a little teaser. We'll talk to Sylvester Stallone and what he what projects he's got coming up. We love everyone that listens to this podcast. We're getting huge ratings, massive downloads, and it's all thanks to you, the listeners. Please go to iTunes, subscribe to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Please leave a review, write something that will help us in our rankings. Please leave a five star review. If you do, you will unlock the secrets to the universe. Please follow us on Instagram, Amish Baby Machine. Go to Twitter. We are at Amish B Machine. I'm on Twitter 24-7. Please tweet out to us, at Amish B Machine. Like our Facebook page, Amish Baby Machine. The ultimate unification of pop culture and comedy. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast. Johnny Rage, now you want to get into... We're going retro, but we're bringing it back to Stallone is going to be in Rambo V, right? Rambo 5. Oh, very good. You do understand. Roman numerals? Um, how numerals the, the, uh, the Greek. <laughs> Greek. Out, uh, oh, God. Thank you, Roman Greek. You know, they thing. should have, you know, Tron, what it was about. <laughs> it was about, you know, going into the computer. They should do a movie yeah, about your I, brain going into your brain. That was done, wasn't it? With, uh, but what movie was that where they actually in, sent, it was the guy that did Bosom Buddies with uh, Tom Hanks. Inner Space. And they actually go inside the body, you know. Inner Space. I can't remember. You know me. I don't remember stuff. Yeah. All right, I'll accept it. But see, in that, your face. That how about that? Point. In your, your face. brain is just like, Good Lord, it's just, the cobwebs are just fantastic. But the movie would be, we'd go inside of your brain and we would just chip away at everything and then try to get to something. You know, I'm looking back at 300, you're talking about how that was a, um, that was actually a true story. So when you talk yeah, about a comic, a comic book, book that the movie is uh, based on the comic book, not the story. I mean, there's plenty of comic books written about true stories, but the movie is about the comic book. Okay, that makes no sense because the story happened based on the movie, but yet you're saying no, it's it does. A comic it does. Book, it but, does make sense. Um, the movie we should make a comic book. Is the comic book the artist, the writer? It just happened to be the comic book was about a story. Okay, I'll buy it. Um, Rocky, my favorite, one of my favorite. Actors. 
who wasn't in 300, but I think he's going to make 300 rambles here, um, is talking about doing the rumor mill. My sources are telling me the rumor mill is churning, that we have a ramble five, and no, he's not going to go back to Vietnam and try to find MIAs. You're always looking for M&Ms. Who do you think his uh, wrath will be set upon? Who's he putting in his sights through Mexican drug lords? cartel so a little political here do you think he goes maybe he makes a little political statement about the wall and all that stuff kind of like he did you know when he fought drago and i kind of got noticing that you didn't like me all that much when i came in here (laughs) and then things kind of turned well if i can like if you can like me and i can like you we could change the world will there be a little bit of that uh maybe when he goes down to mexico where he's hugging and we're not building a wall (laughs) wonder how political. I mean, it, it's going to be weird. I don't know, because, you know, it's all about the money, right? But then again, I mean, you look at right. uh, Roseanne. Roseanne gave the green light. You know, a lot of people were probably shy in Hollywood and entertainment to do anything but left-leaning. So anything, you know, you know, going to the right, they're probably afraid they'd turn people off. But Roseanne's getting big numbers, so. But, you know, she, she really, the numbers have dramatically dropped on her. But, number one, she really doesn't say much more about Trump other than that first episode. Um, I was really hoping that the feud between her and her sister would run throughout all the episodes. And it didn't. It's kind of been dropped. So, I almost think that's hurting her a little bit. Um, but, because she, she, she debuted with 18 million people, and then the, week after week, she's losing... She went from 18 to, I think she's down to about 10 million a week, which is a sizable audience. But that Jackie episode got played up so much where it was they were going to talk about Trump. Because that's real life. I mean, we have families here in America who are arguing, who have completely different political viewpoints. One's a Trump fan, one's not. And it's causing a divide. And people actually, they may tell you they don't want to see it, but they do. They want to see that stuff on TV. And so I think Roseanne should actually circle back to it a little bit. And um, get a little more controversial. Otherwise, it just becomes like a regular comedy that we really don't need in this world of Netflix and Hulu and Boo and Bilo and Jilo and Jigo. Comedy. <laughs> we don't need another Hulu. We Are you excited about No. Anyway, excited so about Rambo? You- I would be. No, that Ra- Sylvester Stone, I, I can't get enough of him and his movies. Of course, I never saw. I don't know how you. Could not have seen Expendables. Well, I did. I saw That's the last one. The, the first one is the best. Expendables? The other ones kind of fall off as far as I'm concerned. Well, I'm, I'm more of a purist. I'm more of a purist. I like the early Rockies. And then I think they actually are good now. They've come full circle. I like Creed. And now this other one sounds like it's just going to be, I mean, they're going back to the old story again. I don't want that anymore. We already yeah. fought the Rockies. But you're really not, you're really not a Stallone it. fan as much as you're a Rocky Rock- fan. Because there's a ton of Stallone movies you haven't seen. You're probably right. Um, you've exposed me for the fraud that I am. Thank you for doing that. That's actually billions of fans, the flock of Amish. Billions and billions and billions. Yeah, so I'd go see the Rocky. I I like the Rocky franchise. Rambo. I mean, he's the, talk about rebooting. Are you talking about Rambo or Rocky? He's been rebooting for years. Both. He's been, no, I know. He's been rebooting both of those and. No, but not Creed too. I'm talking about Rambo. You're looking forward to Rambo 5. Both. I'll talk about Rambo 5. Absolutely. Um, Especially going after, I'm glad he's not going back to Vietnam, of course, you know, um, I can see him if that does well, then going maybe into, I thought maybe he'd go into like, uh, well, he was already in Afghanistan. Um, but going in, was he, which, which Here, one was I'm that pull one? Up Rambo three is, it's just called Rambo three. And that's when he goes to Afghanistan. Then there was Rambo 2008. That's when he's in Burma. 
aka Myanmar. Did you see that powerful movie? Well, you're talking about my brain thing. I'm just really scrambling. Ra- Rambo, yeah, Rambo is the one I, where he, he goes up the river. Enough. He brings those people up the river. And he gets on the 50 cal and just mows everyone. Yeah, no, I saw that one. Take your van you did and actually live see it or you just to... <laughs> or remember, uh... Yeah, no, I did. I did. I know you're, you're bringing back these spots. I'm spotty. I, I, I see so many movies, dang. So many movies. I can't remember. I've got this library of movies I've seen. I was trying to reflect on the movies that I saw in this year alone, and I, I forgot more than what I... It's just like... Horrible. My retention is horrendous. Here's a topic that I think is horrible. I want your thoughts too. Uh, Boy Scouts changing their policy. I mean, you talk about an American institution, Boy Scouts of America. What's the DAG's thoughts on them uh, allowing females in? Give me your take. Is it going to be called Kid Scouts now or what? No, they're going to keep the name. Um, Maybe they'll put a Z on it, B-O-Y-Z, Boys Scouts. (laughs) I don't know, but uh, in case you're unfamiliar with this, Boy Scouts of America, you know, it's over 100 years old. Uh, decided late last year that they're going to start accepting women or girls, not women. And there's a lot of girls that are going to come over from the Girl Scouts because they just felt like the Girl Scouts really didn't have what the Boy Scouts had to offer. So the Boy Scouts caved into the pressures and said, okay, we're going to accept girls now. And I mean, it's a huge political uh, topic now. And, And who's forcing the Boy Scouts to take in girls? It shouldn't be the case. It's a a sacred institution that's been around for 80 plus years and and also caves in i don't know what's going on i'm hearing like interference in my headphones johnny rage are you there hello testing johnny rage are you there ladies and gentlemen flock of amish i don't know what's going on i've i've never heard this before i'm hearing some weird i don't know if it's a we're under emp attack some sort of alien transmission I don't know. We we might have to go down into the bunker. We're going to have to do something about Johnny Rage. I don't know if we're going to have to send out a search party. I don't know what's going on. And if there is a next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. God save us all. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine Podcast. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish Bee Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved.